Incredible, this is Charlotte imitating Trent, and we are talking about stuff. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I try not to normally talk that fast, but I guess that, you know, that was pretty decent. Hey, this I mean, is the second part of last week, and I just listened to like the first five, well, 15 seconds of actual speaking earlier today, and you went way faster than that. That, uh, <laughs> That impression was so good. It sounded like Trent was actually making an impression of Charlotte. That's, <laughs> that's how good it was. Wow, that's, that's pretty deep. Dang. Yeah. Did you notice Charlotte that the music? Did you notice the music that we had at the beginning? We have already so used. Slow. It was slow. Oh. oh, that's what you noticed. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> it was a pretty short in music introduction too. No, I felt like it was so long. I was like wow when is this uh when is this going to end and then trent's voice entered into my head talking about how amateur it is to have really long music <laughs> yeah well i'm not in charge of that <laughs> i uh i haven't really been keeping tabs on like how long the music goes for i just sort of make it sound good and then move on so. yeah i think there was one time when i i told you i took send it back or i edited it myself yeah you told me to make it shorter i was like all right i'll do that <laughs> but yeah anyway if, if charlotte doesn't notice didn't notice then, then i won't say anything about it yeah um but yeah so charlotte start us off when we're, we're gonna just jump right into the island thing so we got an island we're on the atlantic you know in between europe and the united states not directly though mostly towards europe because where what island did we pick we, pick a specific we, we made up an island called Atlanta, and we said it was oh, about okay. the size of Hawaii, and we it was like uh, right below the Azores the Archipelago. Yeah, the Azores Archipelago. You said it south. was the size of Maui in Hawaii, yeah. Yeah. not yeah. all Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay, and then do we have we have these island people as well? Mm -hmm. And we're and our goal is to rule the world, but we can't well, take thing, three things with us. It's to become a first world power. We're oh yeah, yeah, that's right. The whole world. If we can help it, we won't. <laughs> and how many of these tribes people do we have? Uh, let's say we have a. It's a. We don't own them. We're just. Let's say we have a population of like seven or eight thousand. Whoa, that's like a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, but it's also like, if you really think about it, it's not too many. It's like no. reasonable for the, the size of the island, I would say. Yeah, well, the problem, <laughs> first problem, they're not all, I would assume, on friendly terms. Yeah. So how would we bridge the gap there if there were that many people? Mm. Uh, just, our presence being there would be, you know, they appointed us as like their rulers or whatever. Yeah, well, we could say we got important, appointed as like god emperors, <laughs> uh, but we could also go like, honestly, we would need like some connection at the beginning, like pre-made or else I don't think it would be possible because who would like accept these random people? Uh, and then be like, yo, be our leaders if we don't already have some sort of prior connection. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing too is, I mean, I don't see how we would develop the nation because if we did want to use them, we would in a sense be 
injecting our culture into theirs, right? Mm -hmm. To do stuff. So either way, a culture dies, <laughs> you know, no matter what you do. So it is the way of the world. <laughs> it is how it happens or it has happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, obviously you don't want you wouldn't want to kill them or enslave them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the best way would be to just try and cultivate, um, try and maintain their culture because you do want to stand out, mm -hmm. um, and then inject kind of your own technological advancements and, you know, idea and sense of government, right? Because mm -hmm. they probably have a primitive, pretty, I mean, how, how primitive are these people that we are talking about? Uh, let's say... Let's say they have like the basic capabilities to smelt like iron or bronze or something. Okay. Like base just the beginning of like a a metal age. They're not they're not as far back as like the stone age. Wait, you can smell metals? Smelt? Well, that's smelt the with a T. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you I, I heard smell at first, but then I was like, no, no, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, you could if you ground them into like a powder, you could probably smell them if you tried. And that would probably be a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't think you want to just. Oh, iron powder. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so this is what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not the best. I'm high on some uh, beautiful hey, metal. <laughs> this nickel really making me spin. <laughs> so our number one export is uh nickel drugs <laughs> no yeah so i don't i don't know what what do you think our prior connection would be I, I don't see how we could make that up other than we just discovered this island and we wanted it um prior connection let's just i don't know I don't know. Maybe we obviously we can't do this as realistically, like perfectly yeah. realistically. So we, we do, say, we're going to have to make some exceptions. Um, yeah. That's hard to say. Um, we could be like diplomats and somehow like force them to sign a contract that sells all their land to us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Allow or us to introduce ourselves. <laughs> You're now under new management. <laughs> How, I mean, you could trade, although that, cause that's pretty much what the, uh, the settlers did with the native mm -hmm. Americans and just mm -hmm. said like, we'll give you this barely anything for your land. Yeah. And obviously, you know, that's how it was. Let's say we have guns. We have, <laughs> we don't, we don't have like unlimited, like unlimited amounts of guns. We each have like one rifle and then we have like a supply of ammunition, like a couple hundred rounds. Are we and gonna smell them, Jesus? And with that, no, we're not gonna sell them. With the guns, <laughs> she said, "Smell." Oh, smell them? No, with the guns, we'd be able to uh, instill fear into our enemies. Yeah, we'd be able to force them into submission. Do you think that we would be able to just show up in a tribe and and, and like I know each tribe isn't gonna be seven thousand people, but let's just. <laughs> For the sake of the argument, think that three white people going into a uh, native <laughs> island with just three rifles each. I don't even know how many bullets. And we go, you will bow down to us now. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> I mean, I don't think... I am a master of gunjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I will beat you into submission. I think they would probably be in awe at the weapon, but it would be very easy for us to be overwhelmed. 
That's kind of like the argument. Could you just defeat a hundred kids with your bare hands? You know, with my bare hands. Yeah, easily. A hundred kids attacking at the same time. Do you think you could defeat? Well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna set it up in like a Thermopylae like battle. I'm not gonna take them all at once. I'm gonna make them come through like a narrow hallway and take them one at a time and beat them down. You know. Say, so how old should we make them? Like, Use your brain. Six, six year olds, <laughs> but they're they're like angry. They are avid. Angry six year olds. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna use my brain a little bit, set up a strategy where I can just like take them all out, you know. <laughs> and you wouldn't well, get tired of just being on a bunch of six-year-olds. I wouldn't. Maybe I'd get tired, but my pure determination and. <laughs> I mean, it would be a fight or flight situation, so. Yeah. I would persevere. <laughs> Those six-year-olds would have nothing on you. Yeah. Okay, that would back, be hard. Go back ahead. Back to the island. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I don't think that fear mongering would be the best strategy. I mean, what what do you think, Charlotte? I think we should be more diplomatic, says the public relations major, who is about diplomacy and things okay. like that. Gun diplomacy is still diplomacy. <laughs> it's not very diplomacy. I don't know. We could be like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a cheat to say that we just have weapons, though, honestly. It would have to be if we were trying to cultivate. It, do, it, it elevates the complexity when we have native natives that we have to deal with. If it was just the land that we had and we could kind of cultivate it ourselves, although that would be kind of difficult. And if it was the land that we had, we would not be able to do it, though. If it was just three people, there's no way it's happening. Unless yeah. we... Unless we find out that there's like some ancient technology on Atlantis that we can like uncover. No, there's not. Okay, so I think here's here's what needs to happen. One of us, and I'm not saying me, but I'm saying like one of us needs to get captured by someone and then someone of the of, of the original inhabitants and then like every other story and anything that happens, like mm -hmm. Like in episode six of Star Wars, where Princess Leia gets like taken by the Ewoks and all of a sudden they love her to death. Something like that has to happen. Yeah. And you know, I would that's get... and then we need C3PO to come in and be yeah. a god. I would get captured and then seduce the chief of the tribe. <laughs> I think you know I, that's perfect for you, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could probably do that. But again, we have, there's no way that we have just 7,000 people and they're not in different tribes. So we have to, first, we have to unite the tribes. But mm -hmm. before that, we have to even establish contact and establish find, peace. Find a weak tribe, a weaker tribe, and then promise them that they will be the rulers of the rest of the tribes on the island. <laughs> And if you can promise them that, you can have them work at, under you as manpower and guide them to conquering the rest of the natives on the island. Human greed is going to take over them, right? And they're going to be greedy. They're going to want more power. And so you can, you can provide that to them. You can say, I will make you a ruler among men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, follow me. <laughs> And that, but in the end, you know that you're going to be the one that gets well, all the Well, yeah, obviously. But, but, you know, in the same way that, like, Alexander the Great made the Macedonians, you know, rulers among the, you know, most of the known world, he was still the head honcho, but he had plenty of subordinates that were, that also wielded plenty of power, you know? 
it's the same situation. Even if you're the one who's at the top, there's still plenty of people. There's enough power to go around is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, but that's still pretty. Is there a way that we could do this ethically that would be acceptable? I don't think any first world power is ethical. No, but I'm just, but would there be a way that we could do it in this situation where we would do it in a way that is, we wouldn't have to worry about the wokesters later, you know? No, it's not. Or whatever. Happening. The most, sorry, what? Uh, we just get rid of the wokesters first. We just. Well, there's no wokesters yet. Yeah, those are down the line. Okay, the most ethical thing we can do while also trying to become a first world power is allowing the natives to not be massacred by us. That's, that's, that's the best we can do for them. But we don't have the power to massacre them. Yeah, but unless we hired a bunch of other people. But like, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Charlotte's confident. She seems like she's confident. Take oh, I was just thinking because we had Zeke, and Zeke's practically immortal, just, just based on his entire because of Zeke's personality. Wow. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said something about me being immortal. That's all we need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because huh. also could be because I was literally just reading Percy Jackson and you know Achilles and his heel and everything like that practically immortal except that one part but also i was thinking about the quote what riley had said like um last fall where she was like i feel like zeke's personality makes up for his height and how zeke could rule the world based <laughs> on his personality charlotte or no cat cassie said that riley no riley. riley okay i don't even know who riley is i know i know she who was she, the, she was Trent, Trent will understand. Yeah. She wasn't the one in the dress. She was the one that was not in the dress. Was uh, Oh, yeah. I always, mix, I always mix them up. Riley stayed throughout the whole semester, right? She wasn't the one that left? Yeah, no. No, that was my roommate. Riley's my roommate. I didn't meet your roommate a single time before Good. she disappeared. I, didn't, I don't even know what her face looks like. I, I don't either. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, Zeke can take over the world. We know this. Easy. We've discussed this. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I guess then there's no ethical way that we can we can use use these islanders basically for I mean, would it be for our benefit? Well, for I mean, kinda. For the benefit of making the island a first world nation. There's no way to do it ethically. Like ethically as in like humane not not like with back motives or anything i mean we can do it honestly we can say like yo i'm gonna make you really powerful like that's an honest way to do things in terms of like a half truth is a whole lie <laughs> <laughs> no it's not like i'm not lying about anything right it's still the truth i'm going to make you powerful and i'm not gonna tr w the I think there's an important clarification here. My goal is not to subjugate the natives of this land. They are going to be the citizens, the main driving force behind, you know, they're they going to be a booming economy. They're going to be, once this nation rises to become a first world power, it's going to be them who are standing on top of everyone else. Right. 
<laughs> they're gonna be the ones who are benefiting the most from this arrangement okay 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 uh, but we have to unite them and i just thought mm -hmm. of a great idea um we just need to evangelize to them mm -hmm. religion great way to bind everyone together right are we and gonna especially we're gonna use a like christianity or are we making up our own religion <laughs> You can try and sell the flying spaghetti monster to them if you would like, Zeke. But it probably Christianity would probably be better because we don't have to change anything about it, and it encourages unity. You know, I was thinking unity. of a pantheon Plus, where as a Christian, three, us three are the gods of the pantheon. <laughs> Either way, religion is probably going to be the best way to get them. You know, as as one, you know, unified. Yeah, well, I would think it depends. First off, do these people speak a unique language that we have to like translate everything into? No, nah, let's just assume for the sake of the argument that we have studied their language, we know their language. Okay. And we, you know, no language barrier because that's just okay. kind of, oh, well, then I guess we got to stay with them for five years. They speak so. English, the language is from God, <laughs> as we all know. Yeah. Oh, what um, were you going on? Yeah. Was I gonna say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, were, right. you were about to keep going. I was, uh, I was just gonna say like, Christianity would be good, but Christianity is a religion, probably for the best, I would say, where um, taking taking power for yourself is not like is very discouraged i would say well but if we are trying to become a first world power right yeah do we necessarily we're not necessarily taking over other people yeah unless we get to that point a little well, bit later in order for this small island that's the size of oahu we said maui maui, maui uh maui to become powerful we're going to need more resources at some point which means we're going yeah. to have to colonize we'll or subjugate another country at some point at least one other country it not it doesn't necessarily have to be like we need to take over the united states but we would have to definitely move into somebody else's territory in the future yeah because we wouldn't have enough you know maui's a state it's not a country yeah. <laughs> you know and even maui itself is is in hawaii you know a cluster yeah. so yeah we would definitely need a lot more resources than what we have mm -hmm. but, and also we have to consider another just entirely separate difficulty is the fact that we're in the middle of the Atlantic. So we're thousands of miles from any major landmass, which means we have to literally, there's no like border conflicts or like border tensions or any reasonable cashless belly to go to war with another nation. Right. So we have to exert ourselves and like, like openly state that, yeah, we're just doing this because we want to take over more land right well the thing is though i mean just because they were christians doesn't mean that they will be good christians <laughs> right because think about the united states uh you know yeah not that we should be training <laughs> bad yeah people that are just hypocrites but i mean you know you do have to consider yeah. that as well i would yeah we could probably probably the best way to do it is wait for like a major world conflict and then side with 
the power we think is going to win and then like (laughs) piggyback off of their own imperialism and be like, yo, we helped you out. So could you give us these territories when we're in the peace negotiation talks? Mm -hmm. Things like that. That's what that's actually, yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah. We're there, but behind somebody stronger and then like piggyback off them. But to do that, we have to kind of be a nation at that point. We can't just be like, oh, what the heck? This island just hit this guy with a bow. Okay. (laughs) Where where are you from? Yeah, we would have to train like a professional military. I think uh, first things first is we create a tourist trap. Um, That would be our main. No, that would be. Yeah. That would have to be where we get our culture and our trade from to begin with and start getting money flowing through our economy and setting up a nice resort. And from that, we can stem into like making arms deals and buying weapons from whatever country would sell to us and then expand our military out, right? Yeah. But at the beginning, we would definitely need to, uh, we, we can't, like, it's almost impossible to go from like uh, being able to smelt basic iron weapons to being able to create a firearm, especially on an island with limited resources where we can't even, we don't have access to like saltpeter or whatever we need, right? So. Well, we we could build a trebuchet. We could probably build a trebuchet. I I don't don't know how to build a trebuchet. (laughs) Don't think it'd be useful though. So basically what I'm saying is in order to uh, increase our industry, we would first need to uh, get an economy started. And I think the best way to do that, considering our location around the equator and being an island nation would be to create a resort. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea either. Uh, It is kind of limiting because then your most valuable, I mean, I think this is where we would have to start, but then it'd be your most valuable revenue would be tourism Mm-hmm. And if you were in any conflict, right, then your most valuable way yeah. of getting income would be gone because nobody wants to go, oh, I'm going to go uh, tour in a war zone right now or, yeah. you know, or whatever. Well, yeah, so, that's, that's why I'm saying after we get money flowing through the economy, we invest that. We would probably want to, we wouldn't want to just start doing North Korea things where we just immediately build up a huge military that we can't sustain, no, right? No. But we would want to invest at least a little bit into like a naval coast guard defense force well yeah because that would be our main thing and we would be mostly navy too not just in in our military but also we have to get goods out back and forth that's also another huge issue too how are we going to trade i don't know i wonder if it's actually even possible to do this in today's day and age if you started off with what the limitations that we're saying i think we could definitely build we could we could probably look into building like a basic radio at very least but even if we can't do that we can like use light signals to wave down an airplane and pretend to be like an abandoned um you know an abandoned like we were abandoned on this desert island come help us kind of situation right so steal the plane (laughs) well we're not well it's not steal the plane but like you know introduce contact to the outside world within the island nation right because then we could go back and we could like work a part-time job at a 7-eleven for a few years and buy a sailboat and then we're like boom got a navy now Boom, (laughs) 7-eleven the sailboat (laughs) yeah (laughs) you could probably too if say we're the owners of that island 
Yeah. Try and coordinate with either a country, another country or a business. Yeah. We that, can... that our island would be beneficial to them to use, like yeah. as an airstrip or something, right? And then we yeah. get something. We could, we'd have to make connections with like um, travel agencies across the world. Right? Yeah. Like um, European travel agencies, which is like, yo, come visit our island. We'll give you a discount, you know? <laughs> if you if you partner with us, we'll give you a discount. Maybe. What what are your thoughts, Charlotte? I think we definitely need to trebuchet at some point. Mm. And I feel like You know, okay, you know how we have the Statue of Liberty in the United States? You can have your trebuchet be our like national monument. Yeah, we'll build it in the bay. Just like Perfect. A, a trebuchet. It's made out of bronze. Though, and so yeah. Completely unusable, but you know, it's all good. And our discount code should be off 10%. Yeah. Just 10%. Well, right. I mean, if you're building yeah. a trebuchet and you want it to be a national monument, you can't build it out of wood that's going to rot away in like a couple <laughs> of years. Without a, like, and these people apparently are pretty good at like, you know, smelting bronze, you know, it'd be perfect. <laughs> just like you guys know uh trebuchet trebuchet oh yeah yeah <laughs> just do this massive bronze trebuchet and you're like wow that's exactly what i wanted holy crap <laughs> these guys these guys on x games <laughs> i think we should also deal in in the uh smelling of 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 metals you know yeah anemics be like sniffing iron out here <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like with our trebuchet monument and our did it trebuchet ten discount code and our smelting metals and our smelling metals. I think. Well, thank God, as a nation, we've already dis established our national monument. You know, <laughs> like I'm really I'm thankful well, for that. If our okay, if our main source of income is, uh, is tourism. tourism. We definitely need a national like something. We need a couple. Yeah, we do need to stand out. That's why we, we have to like really emphasize the uniqueness of the people's culture, the Atlanteans. Yeah. Like, like they're fish people. Look at them. <laughs> you see Paris and you like think of the Eiffel Tower. I have like five Eiffel Towers in my room right now. Mm. That's their national monument right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on postcards and stuff. So actually, yeah, yeah Charlotte, it's actually. We could also sell favors with um with larger countries than us um for example uh a lot of countries will like have a military base a naval base on their you know territory which will grant them protections from whoever yeah other, and it'll also give them but... it'll give them income and tourism and economy uh and it'll give them like technological advancements and development from the nature of having like a military base on their island, right? And considering our location in the middle of the Atlantic, a naval base for like the United States or a European country like England would be pretty valuable. Yeah, they so, would probably be pretty interested in that. But would could, they, would their presence stifle our economy, yeah, do you think? The, and we, we, they would be, we would I don't, be like a stunt. I think them, the or... presence would boost our economy. The problem is if we are trying to become a first world power, it would be stifling to have another major power uh already kind of projecting themselves militaristically onto your nation right? yeah 
Yeah. So it'd be pretty hard. So to let's make. say we do do that though. Cause I don't think that's a bad idea. Then what would be the best way to then break off of them and just, would you just maybe claim that you all right, will be your allies? Cause we built up enough of a kind yeah, of, you would basically thing? have to, you would basically be committing to be allies with that nation indefinitely. Yeah. You know. Which, you know, who knows how that would go. Yeah. Um, and then it would wait also for... be it would also another another entirely like other problem is like right now we're not a you would have to do that years and years after having yourself established as a prominent tourist site because if we approach them at the very beginning of like the country, they're gonna be like, yo, an empty island. <laughs> that just appeared in the middle of Atlantic and it's yeah, called Atlantis. Yeah. We're just going to take it over. We don't even Yeah, exactly. That too. I think we just have to say hypothetically that no one else for whatever reason is interested in this Island. Yeah. Like to take it over yet at least. Yeah. We would have to have ourselves established already. So if we're doing tourism and we just kind of start off and I mean, if they're in the bronze age, they probably have pretty decent housing and yeah. we could help develop that better. The mm -hmm. natives, the Atlanteans. And at some point, though, we'd probably want to invest in an airport, right? Because most people yeah. aren't going to be wanting to boat to the place. Yeah, I would assume that that would be one of the first things we invest in because tourism. Except, except with that. the boats, we could we could market it as a cruise instead of just like a shipping shipping you off to this island. It's yeah. like a cruise type of a thing. But then we are limiting ourselves to the most rich of the rich kind of thing, or at least in my opinion. Mm -hmm. because i feel like less people are more inclined to go on a cruise than let's just fly to hawaii yeah so, like let's go on a cruise to hawaii people yeah. most people probably don't have the time and the money to spend for that mm -hmm. that's well, true most but people we that can... have the time and money yeah. for going on vacations first to 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 fund our airport, we can alienate the rich and be like hey did you hear about this this cool place with the trebuchet and and then do some stuff about some make up some bs about how how um you've heard of mud bats now it's time for metal flake bats where it's like metal wood stuff sounds so bad for you <laughs> you've heard of mud bats how about lead poisoning <laughs> no, not lead. i was thinking golden flakes okay apparently all right, all right yeah you can eat those or whatever Oh, dude! And then, and then take all the gold in our island, and then what put it so people can bathe in it. What a <laughs> waste of gold! That's they valuable. Gold. They don't know it's not gold. Okay? Oh, what is it? Like paint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gold banks. It's lead that we spray paint it gold. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come, and then they pay like a whole bunch of money, like a million dollars per person, because apparently rich people like to spend money like that. I wouldn't know. And uh, these are like our ideal rich people who like to spend like tons of money on ludicrous things. And then all of a sudden now we have an airport. Maybe. Yeah. And we could maybe just try and isolate the, the richest of the rich and then be able to expand more to let, you know, I don't Another, know, lesser. Be like, be like, tell them, be like, I know you like our cruises, but wouldn't it be great if you could like use your private jet and just fly down here all the time? Man, it would be so nice to have an airport. Boom. Now we have an airport. So, yeah. Go ahead, well, Zeke. Sorry, real quick. Okay. Well, this is just another problem when we're thinking about, like, um, especially currying favor with mega rich people is. Tourists, yeah. Um, we have to be careful not to make the native population too discontent because 
in order to build up a tourist industry, we might like, you'd have to, you'd have to, you need like manpower to run. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So you'd have to make sure that you're paying your people well and you're treating them well. And a lot of times you see with these sort of uh, tourist nations, uh, they treat their, their populace very poorly, I would say, or at least tourism is, is just as much a danger to the nation's economy as it is a benefit. And not only to its economy, but to its culture as well. Because well, in order I, to sell yourselves to another country, you have to sort of appeal to that country's culture in some yeah. way. And we also, we need to, we can't just have tourism because people, you know, the natives at least that are living there too, will, will have wanted to develop their intelligence as well. Not yeah. that they're dumb, but obviously they wouldn't know as much. So we'd also really need to invest in education mm-hmm. too. And getting a college there, a university of some sort would also be kind of big because then we could get abroad students that like, you want to go in Hawaii? Well, how about Atlantis, you know, yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. and get people there. Cause I mean, we, we need to get people here, whether the tourists or not, but especially non-tourists because then we get people who actually live here, not visit mm-hmm. and then can contribute to the economy that we're, we're building. Yeah could market ourselves as the Hawaii of the Atlantic. <laughs> but like, better than Hawaii. Because like most people on the East Coast don't go to Hawaii ever because they have to fly across the entire United States before they can even think about reaching Hawaii, right? Which is really expensive. That's, huh. Where, where do you guys go then if, you, if you're thinking about going to something like Hawaii? Where so most people, if they're going like, it depends where you live, obviously, on the East Coast. Um, if you want somewhere really exotic on the East Coast, you usually go to the Caribbean, uh, oh, okay. some, some islands down there. You can go to the Florida Keys. Um, you can go to the Outer Banks in South Carolina, or you can just go to like any one of the like coastal uh, states, I guess. Yeah, with, with massive resorts. Or if you live on the East Coast, you can reach the ocean. So it's just a matter of how much your budget is. If you have a really big budget, you're probably going to like the Caribbean or the Florida Keys. If your budget's a little bit smaller, you're probably going somewhere nearer to you, so it depends where you live. But if you live in the South, it's maybe like the Outer Banks or you know, the Georgia coastline or whatever coastline you live closest to. Or if you live in the North, you're probably going to like Massachusetts, Cape Cod, um, mm. maybe Long Island, maybe. If you live on like New York City, you can drive out to the tip of the island and like surf there or whatever you wanna do, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, Hawaii of the Atlantic probably gets some, quite a few people there. But yeah, again, we wouldn't want to rely too much on tourism, like you said, and just that it's a, yeah. a crutch, yeah, almost. Certainly. Um, so would we want to get to a point where we wouldn't rely on tourism, or yeah. like not use it at all, or still would, have it, but it's just not our main... I would say it's always good to have tourism, because that brings in... Uh, foreign, uh, not like, not in the sense that like you want necessarily like foreign influence, but in the sense that like you foreign exchange uh, within the island, right? You want sort of like more than an echo chamber of yourself. Yeah. And, Um, and some people that do go visit on tourism would want to live there. They go, Oh, I like this place. It encourages immigration for the people that want to live on an exotic island. Right. Yeah. Um, so you could do that. I'm just, uh, I definitely don't think it should 
it should maybe be what we start out with, but we should quickly try and invest in the infrastructure to move away from it. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not be a long-term solution. Yeah. Take the money from tourism and put it somewhere else. The question is where? Yeah. So then we would be what, what our resources would be, which, I mean, it's kind of just a makeup world, but the thing too is, I mean, I don't know, maybe having more primitive metals and things like that, because obviously we're not going to be exporting um, mm-hmm. guns and probably not weapons, right? Spears and stuff. Yeah. Maybe maybe these natives are they are great at like silk weaving or something. Who knows? Maybe they have like some special, you know, unique thing to their culture that they could sell, but it wouldn't necessarily be something you could sell everywhere. It'd be more kind of a tourist thing because obviously manufacturing they wouldn't be as manufacturing these things as much, but you could kind of tap into that, I suppose. Hawaii or Maui resources. We've looked it up before, but they have like some rare metals like titanium, I think. Available. Oh yeah. No, I don't know how much, how many deposits they have of that, but they have a few. Um, so it's not like an incredibly uh, scarce, I guess it's definitely accessible, but we wouldn't be able to export at such a rate that we could compete with like the top exporters. And we oh, also have to, today. it also, I'm not even sure if we could export it cheap, cheaper than they could because they are exporting so much that it's like at some yeah, point, the, it's almost the price like, of the goods has already gone down so much because yeah. of the quantity that they have. Yeah. So we'd, we would probably want to take that and invest it, invest our own resources into ourselves, I guess. So we would yeah. want to develop industries that could use those resources effectively. Hmm. Okay. So we kind of have the people, we already have quite a few natives, but obviously they're not just going to do whatever we tell them. Yeah. We've established some form of government. Probably, I would think the best form would probably be our personalities one that we talked about in ep- yeah. back, way back in episode two. We have them all take the personality test. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we elect like representatives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so perfect. It's actually the best government that's existed. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's actually the government that God uses in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Does he just like absolutely hate a personality that he made? Oh, those guys are the worst. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um Yeah. What do you think? Charlotte, how do we how do we kind of get more I mean, because the first thing we have we have the people, right? And we have the resources. But we will to expand, we will need I mean, the first thing we got to do is establish trade between other nations because otherwise we're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So let's and say we've established government and we're working on getting tourism established, you mm-hmm. know, making some nicer tourism spots. Um, and we know, we know kind of what resources we have, but how do we start, you know, getting an influx of new people to start building an infrastructure? here besides tourism are we talking about like people not on the island right yeah well first you know what the rich people we were talking about yeah okay now hear me out 
when they come, we need to not only show them like this is an epic resort place, but we need to get some 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 uh, rich building mogul people who like to build buildings and things like that. Like Amazon, get get the dude bro from Amazon. He comes down here. Oh, we, Jeff. Yeah. Jeffrey. Jeff Bozos. Jeff Bozos. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we get him down here, and we're like, hey. You need to see a tour of this place. Did you bring your golf cart? And obviously he brought his golf cart. So we go karting around. He just, he just drops in, parachute, golf cart and all. Yeah. Brings his golf cart. And then we're like, see, what, what a great place. Or what we could do is instead of doing that, we could just have a whole bunch of things ship from other places. So people would have to keep coming to our island and see, oh, there's lots of stuff being shipped here. There's lots of things happening here. We should set up a place so it doesn't get overwhelmed. You think he'd really be impressed? <laughs> I don't know if he'd be impressed. Well, I mean, tons of people, volcanoes, trees. I feel like it's not things happening, though. That's just nature. We have a lot of pollution right now. So oh, yeah. obviously evil people like them love to pollute things yeah so. well, a good way to attract them is to call them evil <laughs> <That's really laughs> <like that>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's that i think i think for this for the sake of this hypothetical we have to assume that we are very very wealthy when we're trying to establish this nation because otherwise if we're just thinking about like oh like yeah i have like 300 bucks you know <laughs> like, I feel let's like, do it yeah Can i we feel we put on a ball, invite all of everybody, like, like, like not, not just the rich people, but like everybody in the entire world, send out an evite and then people come and then invitation fun. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, okay, realistically, we don't, I feel like you don't need a terrible amount of money if you can get the natives on your side, because then the natives can start working and helping you develop the, you know, the island, right? Yeah. I think what you need most are a basic plan in your head and uh, at least at least connections to like a tourism agency that would be willing to partner with you to get you started on developing the island, right? Yeah. And then from there, you can have the natives work for you for free because you're the ruler and, um, and you know... Uh, build up the island, right? So you don't need like a terrible amount of wealth, I would say. Yeah. But you do need like you do need like a partnership with a tourism agency in order to go the tourism route for your initial economy boost, right? Yeah. And that and then they would probably help you by also sending people to help yeah. you build this up. If if someone from a tourism agency, right, with we went and maybe toured and they went, yeah. wow, this is a good spot. Like we need to invest in this. They would also you know, put themselves yeah, you would, you would bit. get like a private company, private sector inside your nation, which would be good. Yeah. I would say next, what we should do with the resources is we should take some and invest it back into the tourism agency to sustain that. But then we should take, take a substantial amount of that and invest it into the education of the island. Yeah. That way we can start attracting perhaps like marine biologists from across the world would come to our island to visit the marine biology that surrounds it. Maybe we have like a few coral reefs in the area. Um, maybe we can get some professors, foreign professors in to teach at university that we build. 
Yeah, and um, some research ones, like like you said, you know, yeah. brought biologists are stuff looking for new life, stuff yeah. like that. Exactly, and that would be that'd be a great way to uh, help boost the uh, the academic uh, sector of our nation. I would say. Yeah, because if we can increase the education too, that would be good. Yeah, because um, then more people will also be going there to learn, and some staying, and then building up this. Yeah, as well as just helping the natives build themselves up as well. Yeah, because I think the important part too, could be, especially because we're an island, and if we opted for the, not the, you know, let's kill them all, or let's not kill them, but oops, our disease did instead yeah. route, then I think that preserving, trying to preserve that culture would be like really probably important, especially mm-hmm. to make our island, right, if it is a tourist thing, stand out as unique. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. But I think that's as far as we can go for this for now. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just end it off today with a quiz. Hawaii quiz. And that's really colorful, you know. I mean Yeah. Oh wow, this is way too long. It's like four hundred <laughs> questions. All right, all right. Let's see. It was almost. <laughs> I, I just want a quick which island to visit or when to visit. No, no, no. I need you guys to look for quizzes too. Whoever finds the best one. I have win. one on which Greek god are you and uh, our world islands map quiz. Quiz. How well do you know the island of the world? All right. Could, I got Hawaiian one. Oh. Sorry, what was yours? BuzzFeed has one that says, which Hawaiian island do you actually belong on? Uh, I found uh, one, too, that's not bad. It's a Hawaii one, unless you want to do yours, Zeke. Uh, mine's not very flavorful, so we can do whatever. All right, all right, all right, cool. It's a Hawaii quiz. Did the U.S. Air Force ever drop bombs on the big island? Yes. Uh, and if so, why? Yes, to stop lava. No, yes, to get the big island back in line after they declared independence on April 1st, 2005. Or yes, that's how they won the big island. 2005, the United States bombs itself. I don't remember on that. On April 1st. I don't remember that. Say um, no. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if they did for like lava flow or something, but I'm going to say no. Okay. All right, question two. Um, Pigden is a Creole language based in part on English used by mainly many local residents of Hawaii. How do you express in Pigden that you really like the food that you're eating? Dirty lickens, like beef, givum, or brock de mout, or okale? Okale. Okale? Okale. Okay. All right. What is the state fish of Hawaii? You guys should know this. Um, uh, the clownfish. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's the... Um, Dark? Oh, gosh, there's two. There's one that starts with H that's really long, and there's one that starts with L that starts really long. The Humuhumunu Ku Nu Ku Wa Pua, or La Wili Wili Nu Ku Nu Ku Oyoi. I'm going to do the one with the L. All right, L. Charlotte, you're going to have to exert yourself. Island flowers and colors are used to represent each Hawaiian island. What is the flower that represents the big island of Hawaii? It's um, the pink one with the, the pink. Pink? Uh, pink damask rose? Yes. Okay. Lokalanai. All right. 
Question five. Hawaii is the 50th state of the United States of America. When did this happen? Um, what are the options? <laughs> 1776, <laughs> March 1979, 1778, or 1898. Wait, what was uh, the second? 1959. All right, yeah, yeah that was the second one. Uh, Ma Mauka, or, oh, sorry, Moka and Makai are two Hawaiian words that will prove extremely useful during your visit to Hawaii. What do they mean? Uh, mountainside in the context of directions and oceanside in the context of directions. So mocha for mountainside and then maki or makai for, okay. Or mauka means lava. One means lava, one means ocean, day, night, or good food, bad food. Uh, freaking oceanside, mountainside. Okay, question seven. Um, oops, all right, aloha is the most well-known word from the Hawaiian language, but few people know its actual meaning. What does the word aloha mean? Love, pity, compassion. It's a greeting, but may also mean love, pity, compassion, and many more things, or aloha is just a greeting. Uh, I think it, it's the third one. Yeah, or, compassion. I'm say the third. No, it's, uh, it means a greeting as well oh. as many other different things. All right, cool. And then what is a loco moco? Oh, On it's a, a crazy train. Okay. On the shellfish, on of the shellfish living on the Hawaiian reefs, a crazy local person, the unofficial name of King Kamehameha, the great who conquered the Hawaiian island and formally established the kingdom of Hawaii in 1810, or a dish native to Hawaii made of a hamburger pot, patty, rice, a fried egg, and brown gravy. Mm. I'm going to say a crazy local. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How many letters can you find in the native Hawaiian alphabet? 12. 5, 26, 13, 27, or 12? 12. 12. All right. And then what is the official color of the big island of Hawaii? Purple, pink, mm -hmm. green, red, or orange? Oh, pink. Pink. All right. Get the results. Let's see. Congratulations. You scored three out of 10. <laughs> so, yes, they did bomb it for lava flow. Pigged in, uh, I'll skip that one. We didn't really get that one. The official state fish was the one that started with an H, which I thought it was, so I was right. Sweet. I see. Um, the island flower, you were wrong, Charlotte. It's the red hua lehua. So not okay. the pink Damascus rose. Um, 50th state, yeah, we got that one, the time one. Makua means on the mountainside, you got that right. Oceanside, mountainside. And you got the aloha one, right. Yay! Not a crazy local person. It's a dish native to Hawaii with the hamburger patty, rice, fried egg, and brown gravy. And then there's 13. Oh, you were one off of the out in the alphabet. I know it was either 12 or 13. So and then the official color 12, of I the would. Big Island is red, not not pink. I was gonna say red. So I just wanted to know that. Oh, I just want Charlotte to know that I was right. <laughs> well, well, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>